It's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram. Love that Grand Cherokee Laredo. Love driving it and uh, appreciate everything that you do. Also, the panoramic views at the Baylor Club. One day I'll take this uh, guest to the Baylor Club, David Hellman, joining us now. And uh, David, the man, spent, you know, lots of a long time trying to Trying to book him for this program. He's got lots of podcasts, lots of other ventures. David, it was it was good to be able to secure you today. And our audience, our audience is very excited about this young man. Matt, I can feel the sarcasm dripping from your voice, but it's an honor <laughs> to be honest with you. That's not actually true. I, I have uh, <laughs> I did try you recently. You were somewhere. You went to owners' meetings, but you had you were flying home. You tried. It was oh, not yeah, your fault. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, you tried me while I was on an airplane. That's I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apology accepted, uh, David. Now. <laughs> Uh, you put in a lot of, this is DallasCowboys.com's own David Hellman. David is the, you know, I, I, you and your buddy Jeff Cavanaugh, Brian Broadus, my longtime friend and, and former colleague. I mean, y'all really, really get into this and the build up to it. And you love breaking these things down. I don't know how any of you have any uh, time to date or anything like that because you spend a lot of time on this draft. Is this, is this like your favorite I mean, is it your favorite three days of the year? I mean, do you all, have you gotten to almost where you like it more than the games? I mean, the, the preparation that goes into it and everything, because it, it really does seem like you guys have a passion for this. Oh, yeah. I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, it really, like, people always look at me sideways. And obviously, I mean, the games are why we do this, and the games are what everybody gets excited about. And I do love the games, but. There's just something fun about the draft, and I think it's because obviously you want to know who the Cowboys are taking and like whether those guys are good players, but I just have a passion for learning about who's coming into the NFL. I mean, I love college football. I love learning about these guys, and I think it really furthers your understanding of the league when you know what type of player is going to every team. So you can look at every draft class and kind of have an understanding of what's going on. And then two, three years from now, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember Debo Samuel loud and clear uh, from when he was balling at South Carolina. So that type of stuff makes it – it just makes it fun. I think it enhances your understanding of it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm a football dork, so I love dorking out about football whenever I can, for sure. You also love uh, LSU. In LSU, it's interesting about LSU. It doesn't matter how many games they win – they're going to have a ton of players drafted. And there's Georgia, there's Alabama, and then there's LSU. And I don't know what the exact number was. may have been around 10. But um, it is uh, – it, it is it, it's fascinating. And I guess it says uh, – it's, it's like both good about Coach O and some of his stuff and bad about him because it's like, okay, you got all this talent floating around. And, you know, part of it, that talent was on a national championship team that came out of there. What, what, are you just conflicted when you see one of these drafts as an LSU fan? Do you, do you go, how, how are we not better than this? It's real, like, again, you take the words right out of my mouth. Because during the three days of the draft, like, you're broadcasting live the whole time. You're fixated on what's going on with the Cowboys. So, like, it kind of – it didn't register with me. And then yesterday – I was kind of catching up with everything, and I texted my buddies who I went to college with, and I was like, I'm sorry, 
if we're good enough to have 10 guys get drafted, why did we suck so much? Like, what's the disconnect here? Like, surely surely a team that puts 10 guys in the NFL draft should have been better than, like, 6-6. Six and six. And uh, my buddies fired back and were like, well, yeah, that's why you think we fired the coach. Like, the coaching wasn't very good. And I was like, yeah, that's, I guess that's a pretty good point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's frustrating, but I also think – getting guys to the NFL is the lifeblood of any program. I mean, that's, that's how you get guys coming to your school is when you can point at a list of 10 guys and say, Hey, even when we're, even when we're not good, we're getting guys to the league. So I think that's important for recruiting. It was, uh, it was fun to see some of those guys go. And yeah, that's, that's kind of the last class of guys that were really contributing to the national title. So, um, you know, good for them. You know, I, I talked to David Hellman, DallasCowboys.com, uh, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, some of these Baylor players, our audience obviously loves that. We'll hear from Terrell Bernard at 5 o'clock today. As you were doing your prep, and, and I'm sure thinking, okay, does Petrie, he's a hybrid-type player, interesting guy. How would he fit the Cowboys? I'm sure you kind of look at things like that to a certain extent. But of, of like Terrell Bernard, Jalen Petrie, Tyquan Thornton, J.T. Woods, these are the guys that went in the top three rounds. Um, yeah, yeah, those four that I just mentioned. Who was the one that you were most um, intrigued with? And we can also include, you know, Kalon uh, Boogie Barnes, the cornerback who went a little later. But was there any, um, any of those guys that as you were kind of breaking down the film and visiting with all your buddies, your draft guys, and that, that really grabbed your attention? I mean, it's 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 kind of a cop out, I guess, because Petrie was the first guy to go. But I just think I think Jalen Petrie is he's like everything you want in a in a modern DB. I I I use this analogy a lot, but I just think I think defense is going positionless in football the way that uh, basketball has kind of done over the last decade or so. I mean, you look at you look at Micah Parsons. I mean, the guy can do like four different things. He can rush the passer, drop in coverage tackles like a son of a gun goes sideline to sideline obviously they're not the same player at all but I just I think Petrie is great because he can do a little bit of everything and that's that's what you want from a safety like I think you feel comfortable dropping him in coverage I think you feel comfortable bringing him down in the box probably don't want to put him up against like a Cole Beasley type of receiver but I think he could go out in the slot and hold his own in some situations and he's a thumper too like he's definitely not afraid to tackle so what I just listed off like five things. So yeah, uh, anybody that you can put on the field that you feel comfortable playing in any personnel situation, you know, it's it's nickel defense, it's dime defense, it's base, whatever it is you got to do. The more stuff you can do, the more valuable you are. And um, I don't think it's a coincidence that Petrie was a top forty pick because of it. Um, I was fascinated. I think did Thornton wound up with the Patriots? I think. Am I making that up? Number. The number 50 pick, and it caught some people, both their first two picks. Strange. I think, yeah, you know, it's yeah, just I funny mean, no that offense. they, they yeah. Yeah, no, no, I mean, the Patriots do whatever they want. No offense to him at all, but that did kind of, um, that bucked the trend of where a lot of people thought he was going to go. I think a lot of people saw him as third, fourth round, and so for him to go as high as he did, but, I mean, hey, there's only so many guys on planet Earth that can run that fast. Yeah, the people that thought he went too early did not attend Baylor University there on the uh, there on the on the, on the way in Waco, Texas. Talking to David Hellman from DallasCowboys.com. Let's get into this Cowboys draft a little bit now. Boy, your buddy uh, Kavanaugh was—I mean, a lot of people were just really getting after Tyler Smith. It seemed like you kind of 
you know, maybe he wasn't like your favorite for that position, but you kind of were willing to kind of hear the Cowboys out on it. I think it was Jeff who said, oh, I got a third round grade on him. Now that you've kind of you, you heard from him, you've thought about it. I mean, the thing I keep hearing from personnel guys is upside, 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 and that's fine. I mean, that's what the NBA draft's about. But we both know the Cowboys need somebody immediately. You can't like you can't like really redshirt him. So I think that's why people are kind of wondering about Tyler Smith. How have has your opinion on him changed any since like they made the pick Thursday night? I think my opinion has changed, but I think what you just said is still true. I mean, yeah, you can you can watch tape and and learn this and that and the other about a guy, but the amount of information that becomes available once he's the pick and you can start asking people about him specifically, I mean, within like within 12 hours of him being the pick, you start hearing very interesting things like, oh, Alabama and USC were interested in recruiting this guy to play for them next year, and, you know, maybe he would have been the left tackle at a power program next year, and at 21 years old, does that change your potential of who he is as a prospect? And I think the answer is hell yeah. Uh, if he if he transfers to a place like that and has a good season for a blue blood, you're probably talking of like nobody's nobody's curious as to why he's a first round pick if that's the case. But obviously that didn't happen. He goes pro, uh, and it worked out for him. Um, so I have a very I'm very intrigued by his possible upside. Uh, if he hits the marks that I that they think he can, then you're talking about maybe a real steal in this draft but to your point he's got to play now and he's got to be pretty good uh, I think they got a lot of work to do with him on his technique I think he's going to play guard to start but they certainly they view him as a tackle in the future which is interesting to me because it's like okay well you're kind of admitting that this guy is not a finished product right now but can he step in and not be a liability at guard uh, because I mean let's be honest that they were I mean they were a liability on the interior of their line so Ideally, if this team's going to improve this year, he's got to be better than what they already had last year, which I think is it's a tough it's a tough order. Um, so we'll we'll see. Like I, I mean, I'm super intrigued by the upside. I would say I'm a little bit concerned about what you're getting right away because I'm I'm I just I need more. All right. Now we're we're hearing from David Hellman. David, in that last little answer at the end of it, you kind of faded out. So please walk to a better cell. I don't oh, want to no. have happen. Yeah, the other day we had somebody. Oh, somebody you would have loved. It was like a. It was like a. It was a great guest, and they just got Nadell. in. Oh, it was Eric Nadell, and he just was in. It was that opening series. And he got in a bad cell in Toronto, but you've been fine. It was like the last sentence, so you'll you'll be fine. Now let me. I, I would say, David, that uh, s- handing this kid number seventy three, it's like, can you just let him show up and get a normal number? Do it? They have to. I get the whole Pearson thing, the eighty eight, and that's become a thing. But like, I I don't I don't get that. I mean, I, I don't really think you. He doesn't need additional pressure. Here's Larry Allen's jersey. I guess the only good thing about that is these kids are probably young enough now to not have probably a full appreciation of who Larry Allen was and that he's one of the greatest linemen in the history of the NFL. But is, did that seem a little much to you, or are you, are you fine with that? 
Okay, I would have agreed with you, man, but I don't know. Like Tyler Smith blew me away with uh, with his knowledge of of the game and the Cowboys for being a 21 year old kid. Um, like literally, he he knew where Larry Allen went to college, which like that might not sound <laughs> impressive until you know that Larry Allen went to Sonoma State. He's probably uh-huh. he's got to be one of like three NFL players to ever come out of there. So. I think Tyler Smith knows exactly who Larry Allen is. And I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I don't, I don't really get it, but Jerry Jones is a showman. You know, he gives yeah. uh, 88 to CD lamb. He, I mean, he gave 54 to Sam Williams, the second round pick, which I know a lot of people have had 54, but I mean, that yeah. number has been connected to some really great players, Randy white, uh, Chuck Howley. Uh, so to, I mean, they gave both of their first two picks really, really, uh, famous cowboy numbers and yeah I tend to agree with you maybe let these guys forge their own identity but uh, that's just not the cowboy way no throw them in there sell some jerseys let's get this thing going uh, do you know the scout I'll do I'll ask you a little trivia question put you on the spot do you know the scout that's widely uh, heralded and, and widely considered the one who landed Larry Allen who did all the work on him and then uh, presented him to the uh, the Cowboys as a second-round pick out of Sonoma State. Do you know which scout it was? Oh, gosh. Uh, man, I mean, now I'm giving my age away. I'm not quite that old, so no, you stumped me. No, no, no. This guy has been around for a long time. He's he's no longer part of the organization, but you'll know this for the future. Tom Siskowski. Oh, Cisco. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't realize that was Tom. That's good to know. Yes. And what happens is, you know, and Tom doesn't really brag on himself a whole lot. Some of those guys that uh some of those guys that maybe didn't hit on a pick or something, they they've been known to go in there. The Cowboys years ago had to start really locking down some of those draft uh stuff. You know, their draft reports. Because there were scouts accused of changing some grades <laughs> later on uh, to try to to try to like alter the historical record, which is uh, that's all for another. Uh, Broadus probably knows some of those stories. It is the Matt Mosley show. David Hellman joining us now. People are fascinated. Um, I, all these guys. I mean, Sam Williams. Everybody rolled their eyes because honestly, it's like, oh, really? Your last second round pick obviously has some off the field issues. Very serious off-the-field issues. Here's another off-the-field. But Jerry cannot help himself. Is is it fair to say if Sam Williams didn't have the red flags off the field, would he have truly been a first-round guy, or is that the Cowboys spinning things? I can't say for sure that he would have been first-round. Um, again, I mean, there's so much variance of opinion in this draft. I mean, you see it there, I think – there's about 15 prospects that everybody agrees on. And then it's just a free for all. I mean, we were just talking about your Baylor guy, Thornton. I mean, a guy that a lot of people saw as an outside the top 100 pick goes 50 and you saw stuff like that all over the draft. I mean, teams just have their own opinions on these guys. So I don't know if he's a first round pick. I do think he is, he's a top 40 pick. I think if not for the concerns about his past, um, because, I mean, guys that guys that bend that way and have that juice as a pass rusher don't tend to last too long. I mean, I've I've said this a million times since the draft, so I apologize for repeating myself. But if you set the sack record at an SEC school, uh, it probably means you're pretty good, in my opinion. Especially 
again, I mean, I know Ole Miss had a good season. Uh, shout out to Baylor for beating them last year. I appreciated that. But uh, <laughs> Ole Miss isn't working with this sort of like talent pipeline of a Bama or a Georgia or a Clemson. So I look at it as like, you know, Sam, Sam Williams is, is getting doubled and getting game plan for as Ole Miss's top dog edge rusher. And he still had 12, 12 and a half sacks. Uh, I, I just think that speaks volumes about what the guy's able to do. So, yeah, I mean, purely as a football player, I do think he's he's a top 40 kind of guy. All right, and Tolbert, the the third-round wide receiver, the Sun Belt kid, um, and has a, a tremendous uh, speed. Was he a guy – I mean, I know you did work on all these wide receivers – as 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 you saw these receivers like in that third round starting to go off the board and like who is the one you would have loved there and is is it Tolbert or was there like one guy like you were like oh my gosh if this guy falls there I, I hope the Cowboys get him like what's your overall uh, reaction to to Tolbert being the guy there. Yeah, I mean, the fun thing about being a beat reporter is, like, you don't have to watch all of the tape. You can just talk to the right people and sort of get a feel for, like, what their list is. So, Tolbert, Tolbert was on our radar a little bit. Uh, he probably – he wasn't he wasn't my favorite. That's not to say he's not a good player. I just – I lean toward the big school guys. Like, it, it carries a lot of weight with me if you can deliver – at an SEC or Big 12 or Pac-12 level. Um, so, I mean, that's not a knock on his ability. I think the Cowboys like him because, A, he's very versatile. They were looking for versatile players in this draft. He can play in the slot. He can play outside. He can be a deep threat. He's also got a very uh, – he's got a very impressive route tree for a college player. Uh, so, I cert- – and, I mean, and I know for a fact the Cowboys considered drafting him at 56. Uh, so, to wait another round and get him at 88, I think was a little bit of an upset. Uh, Cause this is a guy that a lot of people thought really highly of for me personally. Like I said, I, I look toward the big school guys. I was looking at, I mean, in the second round, he went off the board before their pick, but George Pickens is just a, a physical specimen out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. That guy would have been a lot of fun to watch go deep. Um, and that, I mean, these are all guys the Cowboys didn't have a shot at, but, Jamison Williams out of Alabama is probably my favorite oh, player man. in this entire draft. His uh, his speed is just incredible. So I didn't think the Cowboys really had a shot at him, but uh, it was it was fun to see the Lions scramble up there to get him as highly as they did. Well, David, uh, it's fun to get to visit with you. We we're hoping uh, we got a lot of Longhorn listeners because we kind of go up into North Austin that area. Hoping the Longhorns can get on the board next year's draft. Love to see them get involved. But uh, but uh, or, good work on that. all this. <laughs> That's right. Uh, just, don't you feel awful for them? But uh, yeah, they'll be okay. They'll get that nil money rolling. They'll jump right in here. But uh, it was good to follow you during the draft. Always jumped on there right after the Cowboys picked. Kind of see what your gut reaction. I want to see what you and John have to say. Want to see angry Todd? See if Todd has any thoughts on things. So, but uh, fun following you during the draft, and it was uh, it was good to see you in person the other day. Appreciate you coming Absolutely. on. Yeah, I really appreciate it, Matt. Any hey, just as long as I'm not on an airplane, anytime you got it. All right, be careful. I may set up a, like a regular Monday visit with you. But uh, all right, David. Thanks. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, there he goes, David Hellman, the. Uh, DallasCowboys.com does some nice work for them. 
covers the Cowboys kind of from the inside and outside, loves the, uh, loves the NFL, and uh, gives us some nice perspective. It is time 